afternoon, everyone out there in Internet Radio Land. This is the Reverend Blake Ruby. Welcome to my show, The Church of the Soul's Evolution, where I talk about stuff that advanced souls like to hear. I was thinking about church, some of the things I've been hearing in church, the same old stuff. It gets kind of boring for me. No offense to the people that teach things from the Bible who don't really think outside the Bible. It's like me going into a kindergarten. Can you imagine going into a kindergarten and seeing what you can learn? It's like that for me. Now, I know that it's good. It's a stepping stone, but there's so much more to learn. Oh, my God. When you go back in the history of the, our world, think about, think about all the times that angels appeared before somebody back then. Have angels been appearing before anybody nowadays? Have, you know? Have you heard? Well, one reason is because, well, the main reason is because back then there was a lot of intervention on behalf of extraterrestrials in our past. So a lot of things were misinterpreted because of that. Have you ever heard of a book called Chariot of the Gods? Well, it is all about how many times extraterrestrials have intervened in our past throughout the history of planet Earth, going back thousands of years with Egyptians in Egypt, with Moses, with Jesus. And so... Don't get me wrong, I like listening to some of the chaplains talk, you know, and pastors on television, the mega churches. They talk about the Bible and they make it, they paint a pretty picture, which is good. Don't get me wrong. And they talk about this going over this stuff, and it's a trip through the past. That's what I like, you know. I envision it. I can see what they're talking about in but is that spirituality, really? Religion is a money-making business, is it not? Asking for your money. Now, I wish them the best, and I hope they keep on going. And, you know, some people need that. But me, well, maybe because I'm almost 69 years old, but I've heard it all before, and I can, I've just got a whole different perspective on a lot of things than what these so-called leaders you know, of the church talk about. I went to a funeral last week, you know. A good friend of mine at work, his wife passed away, and I feel so sorry for him. He was really heartbroken and shaken up. But And, and to say good things about them, I believe they've got some of it right when it comes to when we die, what happens. But it's... Everything that I've heard before, you know, there's so much more to think about. Why not just talk about heaven? Most of us are going to go to, you know, when we pass away from here, what's it going to be like? And, you know, they, they talk about it very little. From what I hear, we, every week at church, I go to church on Sunday. I don't mind being at a place where they talk about God and Jesus. It's better than on television where you rarely hear any talk about God and Jesus, mostly it's violence and negativity, right? 
you tune into some of the news stations and they're always attacking. They're like, a, I won't say it, but they're always attacking the other side. Always, always. Now, if you like that, well, that's good. But if that's really the path of an advanced soul who realizes, unlike other younger souls, that the main purpose of us being here is to develop ourselves spiritually, right? You know I'm right. That's the truth. But this earth can weigh heavily on most of us. You know, it's a tough learning environment. It's hard. And a lot of people are committing suicide each day in the military, outside the military. Suicide is going on. I forget what the statistics are, but thousands of people each day commit suicide only to find out that they probably made God angry for throwing in the towel when they should have known better and the pain that they felt while on earth is nothing compared to what they will experience on the other side in that afterlife. And yeah, we are heading down the right road. Don't get me wrong again. I say that, you know, we're making progress. Evolution is a slow process, but we need to educate people with the right things. I just took a suicide training class with the Army last week. I work for the Army. I'm a civilian and have been for almost 13 years. And they have something called Ask C-A-C-E, Ask Care Escort, which is good, all good. But how about what happens when you do commit suicide? Where do you go? What's it like there? How long do you have to stay there for? What does your body look like? Will you have a face-to-face encounter with your creator of your soul and your spirit? Guess what? You have a spirit in your body. Not many people think about that. That's kind of taboo. It's scary stuff to talk about. But that's what I talk about in my radio show, ladies and gentlemen out there. I'm not afraid to lie because I've almost died before. How about you? Have you almost died There's nothing like almost dying to change your perspective on a lot of things. Some people have had some really cool near-death experiences where they've had encounters with the mother and father God in heaven or maybe encounters with Jesus, angels. You know, heaven, the place where we came from, because we existed before we were born. We existed before we were born. We were all born. Women were born. Women who who mother our children, the mothers of our children. I saw a pregnant woman on the street today. She looked like she was pretty pregnant. But she was also in her mother's womb at one time. You know, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to take anything from women. In fact, I'm one of the few people that really support women. I think, comparatively speaking, You know, I think most men don't hold women in very high esteem. They're just now getting their right to equality, you know. Only 100 years ago, they were given the right to vote. Even now, they don't get treated well in the workplace, don't get equal pay. Women are treated like dogs, worse than dogs in some parts of the world. You know, they can't wear certain clothes. They can't do things that men can do. And that's a shame, really, because women, they raise their sons and daughters, and not only to have them turn on them and tell them that they're less than a human being when they are actually more 
than they are because they're co-creators with God. They have babies grow inside their bodies. But we all grew inside our mother's wombs at one time, you know? We all came from there. Nine months in our mother's womb. But before then, we existed as spirits. We were pure spirits. In the spirit lands, if you will, or the spirit realm, or heaven, that fire in the sky up there, that spirit world where spirits can live in fire, okay? Just like they can go down into hell, which is a real place, and burn in those lava beds of fire down there where they talk about the gnashing and wailing of teeth, gnashing of teeth and the wailing and the crying, the screaming, people that should have known better, could have known better, would have known better, all the regrets, the remorse for not having done things that they could have done when they were alive in the flesh and the body. And you know what? I don't feel bad about talking about this stuff too much because you look on television and all the negativity, all the, the violence, the fantasy violence. Think about all the wars we've had in the past, all the wars that are going on right now, the war in Ukraine. People are getting killed probably right now from all these bombs and missiles they are firing at each other. And it's been going on throughout the centuries. How many wars can you remember? Can you? Hundreds of wars. The Civil War, Revolutionary War, World War I, World War II, the Korean War, Vietnam War. Thousands and thousands, millions of people killed during war because they didn't realize that we're all brothers and sisters in spirit. You know? That's the way an advanced soul thinks. But it's taken me a long time to get to where I am today. Sometimes it takes a while before you realize, before one realizes, you know what? I almost died one time. That's one way to really change your thinking. But also, as the years go by, you do get wiser, just like they respect and revere older people in other cultures around the world, and rightly so, because they have more experience. It doesn't mean they're always right about everything, but... One should respect their wisdom because they've been alive longer than us, right? It's like having a brother or a sister, two or three, four years older than you. doesn't mean they're any better. It just means that they're more experienced. They've lived longer. They've lived more years than you have. Yes, their experiences have been different. Everyone's experiences are different. So heaven looks, we're going to go there one day. We came from there. Now, whether you get back there right away depends on just how you conduct yourself in this earthly life. It could be short, it could be long, you could live to be 100, you could live to be 70, you could live to be 40, 30, 20, 10. You could die as a baby. You know, it happens all the time. People come to Earth with small missions. Sometimes they're not too long. It's the mission that we were given from our spirit mother and father in heaven. And that's what we have to find out what it is. That's what we have to remember, figure out, if you will, what our mission is. Because I guarantee you, I tell you the truth, every single one of us, every single one of you out there listening, whether you're male or female, at one time you stood before either the mother God or the father God and got your mission and... Then we're born into this world. You picked your parents. You picked your friends. You might have picked an accident, an illness, what you were going to look like, your facial features, your characteristics, all that. You chose all that before you were born. You just can't remember 
because you went through the river of oblivion, which is a place that you go through, the souls go through, so when they're born into this planet, because this is a very special planet compared to the other planets out there in the universe, and don't you know there's a lot of them? Oh, there's a lot of them, so many that it boggles the mind. Different galaxies, all kinds. I mean, just look up into the evening sky. We can't see that much out there, but if you were to take a spaceship, like the 12 astronauts that walked on the moon, now a lot of them have passed away already, but the ones that were traveling on the way to the moon in their spaceship, they were able to look out into the velvety blackness of outer space, interspersed with the brilliant diamond-like stars out there twinkling, Sometimes, some of them more than like two or three times larger, a quarter size larger than what we can see in the evening sky. Okay, I feel like I'm breaking into a song right now, so here comes the song for you. It's called... I think I might have sang this before. I'll sing it again, because I'm, I'm going to sing some songs for you today. This one's called Seven Bridges Road. It goes like this. I'm going to take a drink. There are stars in the southern sky. Southward as you go, there is moonlight and moss in the trees down the seven bridges road. Yes, there are stars up there in the evening sky. We don't even think about them. Well, I got another song coming on for you. It's called Fields of Gold by Sting. What does Fields of Gold tell you? It's a place where we're going to go in heaven. You know, heaven is such a beautiful place. When you get there, you're going to remember. It's going to be coming back to you just like that. It's a remembering the way you were. You're going to look at your body, your spirit body. It's going to be transparent, translucent, all different colors. You still have the insides. They're visible. And your facial characteristics are the same. But it's different. You don't have bodily functions. You don't have to sleep. You don't have to eat. Yet you do eat when you're in heaven. You can eat fruit. You can eat vegetables. You can eat bread. I don't know about meat. But there's fields out. There's fields everywhere in heaven and grass. The colors are so intense that... It will boggle, it will blow your mind when you get there, just how colorful everything is. Here on planet Earth, it's like the negative of a Polaroid picture. There in heaven, it's like the positive picture, like the real picture. That's what it's going to be like. Over behind me in the distance, I can see the sun. You forget the sun, don't you? Don't, you don't realize this is what an advanced soul thinks. I smell something burning out there. The sun is heaven. Now, there's a lot of heavens in the universe because there's a lot of different species. You've got to realize that. In the Intergalactic Federation of Sovereign Planet alone, there's 26,000 different species. I'm talking like the kind you see on Star Wars, Star Trek. Those kinds of beings out there, all kinds and sizes and shapes, you know. But the sun is the spirit world. It's the fire in the sky. It's a fire of unknown origin. You don't know who made it. It exists. 
we take it for granted. We see it because we're co-creator gods in the making, going through our soul's journey. You know, we die. I don't want to die. I love this life, but eventually I will. And I think a lot of people feel the same way. But when we do, eventually, one day, on that day, hopefully way far into the future, then we're going to shed this flesh like a coat, a worn-out coat, and we're going to be in pure spirit. And then we'll be subject to the laws of gravity. We'll be pulled either up or down, depending on our level of spiritual development. We want to go up, right, my friends, to that second heaven, the lowest heaven, which is above the clouds, and the highest heaven will pull us 93 million miles away to that beautiful land of fire. And there's, well, like I said, there's, yes, that's something that people don't understand. Yes, there are other suns out there. I mean, you call them stars, but they're really suns. And the species that are in that particular solar system are indigenous to that solar system, and they're made in different ways. They could look like human beings. It could be taller, shorter. From what I hear, there's some ETs out there, human being-like, which are about three feet tall. There's some that have different colored hair, different colored teeth, green teeth, blue skin, feathered-like hair, some some without hair, some that are very, like, seven feet tall, eight feet tall, nine feet tall, like, they've been here before on Earth. They've been called giants. Some which are kind of like light beings that uh, travel in and out of dimensions. There's the grays, you know, the five feet tall, four feet tall, big dark eyes, gray skin, tan skin, kind of slanted eyes, dark eyes, big heads, big heads, a lot of big heads out there, aliens, you know. Cool, though. They're cool. I mean, it's great. God, the creator of the universe, thought of all this, you know. There are brothers and sisters in spirit. Yes, because they, too, on the transitory level, just like us, they might live to be longer, you know, 20,000 years, some species. And then they also transition to the afterlife, and they go through their own kind of um, chilling out in heaven, you know, on their own sun, wherever they are, wherever they were born, you know. I don't think I was born on this particular sun because I'm what they call a mystic traveler, an old soul who's traveled throughout the universe for many lives. And I've come back to a plan of a lower evolutionary category to help everybody out. Does that ring a bell? Does that sound true? So that's why I talk about the stuff I do, spirituality. This is what I saw one of the other programs on BBS radio called The Ass-Kicking Truth. Well, that's what it is, you know. The butt-kicking truth. I don't like using the word ass, although I do sing about it in some songs, like, What Child Is Mine? What Child Is This? Yeah. What child is this who laid to us on Mary's lap is sleeping, whom angels greet with anthems sweet while shepherds watch are keeping. This, this is Christ the King, whom shepherds, and I really know who Jesus is. A lot of people don't. Haste, haste to bring him, Lord, the babe, the son of Mary. He was artificially inseminated, by the way. And an angel did appear to her, yes, but it was an, an extraterrestrial hallucination, kind of like a hologram produced by these extraterrestrials. Yes, angels do exist. Archangel, Archangel Gabriel, Michael, they're for real. But, you know, have any angels ever appeared to you? One actually did when I was young, like three, four years old, appeared to me at night one time. My mother always told me how 
I woke her up one night. I was screaming. And I went, she went into the bedroom. And she, she said that I said, Mom, Mom, there was an angel in the room, a, white, a beautiful lady in white in the corner. And she never forgot that. She always told me about it. I forgot about it because I was very young. And she said my eyes were bugged out about the size of quarters, you know, when she went into the room, turned the light on. Mom, there was a lady in white in the room. So angels do appear to us, but they're not, not like the ones in the Bible. Those were a different brand of angels who were created by, you see, they have extraterrestrials. They have a kind of technology, if you will. And they could produce like the angels that appeared before the shepherds, like in that song, what child was this? And if you don't agree, that's fine. You know, you're entitled to your opinion, but you can stay in the fifth grade if you want to, you know, or you can advance to higher grades of thinking and realize, and you eventually will, when you get to heaven, if you don't realize, if you haven't realized before, and if you haven't really digested or understood what I've been talking about, you will when you get to heaven. Hopefully you will. You know, you won't go to the other place, or you won't be earthbound like some ghosts, or, you know, ghosts are human beings, just like me and you, walking around on planet Earth, who who have died suddenly and violently. And now they walk in that, spiritual plane and they're earthbound because that's where you stay when you are not I'm not saying that all people that are killed suddenly and violently become ghosts usually the ones that haven't achieved any spiritual development who may be atheists or agnostics or who don't believe in God or who were committing murders who committed murders themselves those are the ones that are ghosts or you could go down beneath the surface of the earth to that place around the center of the earth you know, with the lava beds, the fire, where there's demons, all kinds of demons, which were created by God. You know, don't be afraid. They're there for a purpose, because don't you know, some souls are in serious need of intimidation and rehabilitation in order to get back on their soul's journey. I don't think, in my opinion, that the spirit mother and father allow any of their children to cease to exist, if you will, they continue to exist, but they get rehabilitated. Rehabilitated is a big thing in whatever plane you wind up in, you know. But if, you, if you're if you lucky, you get a, a ride in the chariot of Archangel Gabriel, like I'm hoping and praying for, and that's the best way to get to heaven. There's other ways to get there, going down a tunnel, you know, the tunnel of light, and with a light at the end, a pinpoint of light at the end of the tunnel, I'm going to take a drink of water. And all those fields, I'm just going to sing the fields of gold by saying all these beautiful fields of gold, just like on the sun. When you look inside, look inside the sun, look inside it with your eyes, your spiritual eyes, the eyes of a spirit. Spirits are made of light energy, okay? Where's the source of light energy in the solar system? Very good, very good. You're right. That's what I've been trying to get you to realize. Respectfully, because I know you're a co-creator God, in your own making, and it's hard to tell you to do anything because you like to do things your way, right? But if you listen to me and take what I'm saying to you for real, I've learned from other people. I've read so many books about this. I'm just an advanced soul. That's the only way I can figure it out. Why would I want to learn about the fast lane to heaven, about all these near-death experiences or extraterrestrials? Why? Because really... That's why we're here, okay? Nothing else matters. Nothing else matters except...
spiritual development. If you don't realize that now, hopefully you realize before you die so you have a chance to repent and get to a better place. Ultimately, the goal is, my friends, to graduate from this category of the first planet, category of the first level planet of um, basic social values, and graduate to a planet of the second evolutionary step in the ladder, or the third, or the fourth, depending on your your spiritual development already. Like I said, I think in my best estimated opinion, and there's nine levels altogether, nine is the top level. Planet Thayuba is one of the names of the planets of those higher evolutionary categories. It's a number nine on the scale of one to nine. And we've had intervention in the past with those extraterrestrials have come to Earth, who have come to Earth, and who are actually given the guardianship of our planet, along with other ETs, I think. But they have been, that's why they're the ones on planet Thayuba who have been directly involved in our history. Moses, they parted the Red Sea for Moses. They did some of those miracles there. They picked him. Jesus. Jesus came from there. He was an extraterrestrial who was popped inside a human body just like an avatar. I've talked about this before, but for the benefit of those people that have never heard me say that before, i say it again. And just in case you didn't believe me before, I'll say it again. It is the truth. These advanced extraterrestrial races, they can place their astral bodies or their spirits inside other bodies that they created. They're able to create a human body or any kind of body to genetically resemble that particular being and walk around just like like we're doing now. We walk around these bodies. There's nothing to be afraid of. It's just you're increasing the light of your soul. Your soul is like a lamp. The goal is, and I've said this before, the goal is to increase your light, grow your soul, grow your soul. You like that combination of words? Increase your lamp. Make your, your lamp shine brighter from when it first, when you first got here, when you're first born into this world, until when you pass away someday. So that when you graduate, when you pass away, when you transition into the afterlife, your soul will be shining brightly, more brighter, in other words. That makes sense? So your soul will be shining more brightly than it was when you first got here. That's what it's all about. That's the truth, my friends. You got it. That is the key to the story. That is the answer to what you are seeking. Grow your soul. Increase your light. And you increase your light how? By listening to my show on BBS Radio. Many thanks to them and the other shows. And there's other ways. Yes, you can increase your soul's lamp by going to church and learning over and over again about what Jesus did. Or you can be like Jesus. Yeah? That sounds good, right? And you can get to know, you don't need an intermediary. You have a personal relationship with the creator of your soul and spirit. Guess what? You have a mother and father, God in heaven, who created your soul and your spirit. And there's no reason on this earth or anywhere in the universe why you can't have a very personal relationship without, with them without an intermediary, someone that they say that you have to go through. I see so many discrepancies in the Bible, but I see, I take the good with the, the bad. You know, I take it, you know, in stride with a grain of salt, you know, because I'm secure in my beliefs. I'm secure in what I believe. And if somebody wants to believe something else, that's okay, because I know what I know, 
is the truth. Now, I don't, I, I recognize I don't have some things totally right. I have to kind of put some things together that I, I didn't know the answer to, you know, kind of connect the dots, kind of like a piece in a jigsaw puzzle, you know, that my reality system is formed of. I'm missing a piece here and there, and I have to connect the dots, if you will, by making my best estimated guess of what the truth is, what the answer is. But I've been at it a long time, you know, someone who's 30 years old. The way I, when I was 30 years old, I didn't know half of what I know now. Plus, that kind of stuff, it is, spirituality is difficult. That's why so many people commit suicide. It's not because of me. Don't forget, God's in control. You know, people, they can, they have free will. They can do what they want. I know about suicide. Like I was saying, I get so caught up with all these different subjects that I get excited and I branch off in different ways. But with, because I still got to sing that song about fields of gold for you. But with suicides, you know, they go to a place, it's like a holding area, and they're with other suicides. People walking around mumbling nonsensical things, going over and over again why they took their lives, what the reasons were for them doing that. And then they're whisked away at the speed of light by that negative, by that energy that when we're pure spirit, we're, we're controlled by a certain energy. I'm not, I don't know exactly where it originates. It could be from the mother and father died or from the son where they were born. But they get pulled at an incredible speed, either forwards or backwards or however. And you wind up on a dark, dark plane, perhaps the other side of the moon, dark side of the moon, where there are thousands and thousands, maybe millions of suicides there or people. In the, not only is it a purgatory, it could be like a place where it's a kind of hell, if you will. Not like the hell beneath the surface of the earth, but you go there and you're, you're locked in by this energy, like dark matter, dark energy, which is like a fence, and you can't get through it, and there's darkness, there's no hope, there's no light, no love, no joy, no happiness, and maybe if you're lucky, you'll have an encounter with the spirit father or the spirit mother, and they might be angry at you for throwing in the towel, telling you that life is supposed to be hard, that's how you learn, there's resources that you can use like don't get me wrong i like the bible the bible that's one of my favorite things now don't get me wrong the bible is a great book because it's an account of divine intervention like nothing else we've ever seen in the history of this world somebody's cooking out there and they're burning something and it's very nasty smelling but i don't suppose it'll harm me so i'll keep going the sun just said, I just turned my my uh, stand here with my cell phone on it, around. Oh, the trees are getting green out here. Yeah, it's springtime in South Texas, ladies and gentlemen. It's great, because just a couple of weeks ago, it was all brown. Now there's green, and next week at this time, it's going to be even more green. So... Suicides, suicide is something you don't want to, not anyone wants to do because 
not only do you wind up in that place, but then when you start again, when you get back on your soul's journey, then you have to start all over again. All the progress you made during this life has to be repeated. You lose it. Got it? Yeah, tell your friends. Tell everybody. Spread the word. Don't commit suicide because you're going to wind up in a place where there's no love, no joy, no hope, no this darkness, no light. The light is great, isn't it? Don't you want to be in the light? Even though life can be hard, you know? Oh, I got another song coming up. I'm going to save that for later. Um, the sun is going to shine tomorrow. Okay? Isn't that great? It works like perfection. There's no glitches in the sun's rising and setting. And the rotation of our Earth on its axis and the revolution around its sun, around the sun, there is no imperfection at all. It goes off, and it has been doing so for millions of, well, two million years, in my opinion, is the length, is the age of our planet. But, as I was saying about suicide, we have to think outside the box. Read the book Beyond the Darkness by Angie Fenimore. See the video on YouTube, Beyond the Darkness by Angie Fenimore, if you really, if you really want to know. If you really want to help somebody, if you really care about people committing suicide, if you really do, read the book or watch the video. Then you'll be educated as to what happens by somebody who does try to commit suicide, who is successful, but then she was allowed to come back, obviously, to write the book. That's what I think, anyway. And share that knowledge with people because they need to know so many thousands of people are committing suicide every day around the earth around this world, and we should stop it because it's not good for them. There are brothers and sisters. Would you want your own brother and sister to commit suicide or a child? No. Well, then get better educated. Think outside the box. Don't take what they're saying, like the Army, you know, in all fairness to the Army, they're doing their best, but they, they're very straightforward. You know, ask, care, escort. They've got some things down, yes, but guess what? There's a better way to get people to stop, I would say, don't do it because you're going to wind up in a place where the pain is even more intense than what you're experiencing now. Take some time off, rest, relax, say a prayer, do whatever you need to do. Go away. Take some, go to another location. Do what you need to do. Read the Bible. Read the near-death experience. Realize there is a God in heaven and a mother God and a father God. As a creator of the universe, with all these co-creator gods, that's part of the plan. Co-creator gods of solar systems who have their own planets and their own spirit children. But now it's time for a song, my friends. Gonna take a drink. This is a song by Sting called Fields of Gold. You remember me when the west wind moves. I've gotten competing with the ice cream truck. All right. Same old tune. You remember me when the west wind moves upon the fields of barley. You forget the sun in his jealous sky when we walked in fields of gold. So she took her love for to gaze a while upon the fields of barley. 
In his arms she fell as her hair came down among the fields of gold. Will you stay with me? Will you be my love upon the fields of body? We'll forget the sun in his jealous sky when we walked in fields of gold, when we lied in fields of gold. See the west wind move like a lover so upon the fields of barley. Feel her body rise when you kiss her mouth upon the fields of gold. I never make promises lightly, and there have been some that I've broken. But I swear to you, when the day still left, we'll walk in fields of gold. We'll walk in fields of gold. And the next verse is, Many years have passed since those summer days among the fields of barley. See the children run as the sun goes down among the fields of gold. You remember me when the west wind moves upon the fields of barley. You can tell the sun in his jealous sky when we walked in fields of gold. When we walked in fields of gold. When we walked in fields of gold. So that's a beautiful song by Sting. How am I doing on time? 6.39. Hey, that rhymes. So those fields of gold, heaven when we get there, and the trees, the trees, are, there are so many trees in heaven. Believe it. Beautiful trees with green leaves, nothing that decays there. There is no darkness in heaven. There is no trash lying around, no dead leaves. There's, it's all beautiful, pure, clean, a color that's much more intense than here on earth. The colors are much more brighter and there are some colors that we've never seen before there. Can you imagine that? And there's pathways, there's roads that are paved in gold and there's silver everywhere and there's precious stones and those highways of gold. I don't know if all of them are, but some are traveled by chariots. Swing low, sweet chariot, coming for to take me home. Swing low, sweet chariot, coming for to take me home. You think they just made that up? The black people during slavery created that song because so many of them were dying. Okay, got it. We were cruel to each other back then, but it was understandable. They were working fields. They had to make money. Money was 
didn't have a lot of money back then, you know? And they had to use human trafficking, human slavery, in order to make money. That's just the level of evolution our world was in at that time. Even back in Moses' day, the Egyptians, the, during Moses' time, the Hebrews that were brought out of Egypt by the Hebrews that were brought out of Egypt by Moses, they were enslaved there, right? Same thing. That was like 5,000 years ago. But I got to feel another song coming on. It goes like this. For some people who may be suicidal, who are worrying about something that they've done in the past, something that, that people can relate to, you know, you have some pain that you relate to, can you relate to? Imagine that song, Bittersweet Symphony. I need to hear some sounds that relate to my pain. And it goes something like, anyway, I won't sing that song, but this one is, the sun will shine tomorrow. The sun's going to shine tomorrow. So many nights I've cried. For better days, I prayed for. But through it all, I know the sun is going to shine. If I hold out, that's all you got to do, hold out till tomorrow, my friends. The sun is going to shine. If I hold out, sometimes I feel alone, no one around to call on, I must endure, hold on just a minute, the door is open, I, I need a little bit, a little bit of privacy back here. Not the TV blaring, you know what I'm saying? I must endure, for I know the sun is going to shine. If I hold out, the sun is going to shine. If I hold out, weeping me. For a night, trouble don't last always. Joy comes in the morning. Just wait till the morning. I usually start out in the lower key. Just wait till the morning. People say you can't change keys. Well, the people that say that aren't really an accomplished singer. I do it all the time. Now, if you do it in front of people, you might get the word looks, but it's perfectly okay to do that if you want to. Okay? Take it from me. So how am I doing on time? Heaven, oh yes. And you're going to meet people there from all the different cultures. There's no religion in heaven. Hello? Hello, there's no religion in heaven, and that's the truth. There goes a crow. Awesome, I love crows. 
flapping its wings, flying away, beautiful, very beautiful. And there is no religion in heaven. There's just a mother and father God. Jesus is there, yes, the Jesus who died on the cross. I don't know about the Jesus who was born in Bethlehem, two different beings altogether, two different people. I explained this before in other shows. Read the book, Abduction to the Ninth Planet, so I don't have to explain it again. Yes, that's the truth. The Jesus who died on the cross. How do you think he came back to life? Because they beamed him out of that tomb onto the spaceship and repaired his body, got his bodily functions going again. The heart started beating, he started breathing. He slipped his spirit back in the body just like an avatar. Got it? Are we tracking? And then he was dropped off in the right place, walked around for 40 days, saw a lot of people blown away, look on their faces, you know, seeing him alive again. Oh, I'd like to do that. Just to see their faces walking around, you know. Now, the Jesus who was born in Bethlehem, and don't forget that the star of Bethlehem was an extraterrestrial probe because that light that shone down on the manger couldn't have been anything else because it couldn't be a heavenly body because heavenly bodies, my friends, and I know we're all getting smarter each day. And some people aren't logical, but heavenly bodies are constantly in motion and can't stop above an object and shine a light down on it. So the only rational explanation was it was an extraterrestrial probe rendered luminous. Welcome to the enlightened way of thinking, my friends. But if you want to stay down there in the fifth grade, so to speak, I'm just joking with you, okay? You know I love you. Take a drink of water. How about another song? The other one is called Courage My Soul. So, or would you prefer to watch all the violence on television? You like seeing people get ripped in half, shot up with guns, stabbed, blown up. And John Wick, how many people died? 112 people. He killed 112 people. And they have families, too. Most of them probably have families. What about their wives and their children? Yeah, yeah, they went down the wrong road, you know, being assassins, killers. But think about their mothers, how they were going to cry, how they cried for them after they died. My son went down the wrong road, you know, that road of violence. How did I, how did I, where did I go wrong? Oh, God, my son is dead. Anyway, Courage My Soul goes like this. Courage my soul, and let us journey on. Though the night is dark, and I am far from home, which is the sun. Thanks be to God, the morning light appears. The storm is Passing over. Suicidal people remember that. The storm is passing over. Pass it on to your friends. People should know. The storm is passing over. Hallelujah. Courage, my soul, and let us journey on. Though the night is dark, 
and I am far from home. Thanks be to God, the morning light appears. Yes, it will in the morning, my friends. That sun is going to rise because the earth is rotating on its axis. For those really smart people like Einstein who realize that there is no sunrise and sunset. It's just the rotation of the earth on its axis. And there is no winter, spring, summer, and fall. It's just the revolution of our planet around our sun being closer sometimes and being farther away sometimes. Does that make sense? There is no time as we know it. There's no yesterday, no no tomorrow, there is no tomorrow. There's only the eternal present moment and now. Right? Anyway, what else? What other song can I sing for you? There's one called All Night. Are you afraid of angels? Are you afraid of angels? They're out there. Just like extraterrestrials, they're out there. You just can't see them. Heaven, like I was saying, in heaven, there's angels everywhere, throughout the roads, going across, walking across the fields in the city. Don't forget the holy city. There's buildings, mansions everywhere, beautifully created mansions. I mean, I'm talking about these buildings are made with marble and pearl, with floors inlaid with roses or veins of gold. What you have here on earth, they have in heaven because they know what you like, what you love. So work. To get to that good place, my friends, you know, Jesus said, I go to prepare a mansion for you. Well, yes, for those that love Jesus, that's fine. But your mother and father, God, are above him, okay? And you are a co-creator God in the making, just like Jesus was, you know. He was on a category of the ninth level planet. When he chose to come back to earth, as the Jesus who had that three-year ministry and he died on the cross, he did perform all those miracles, you know, but they're all easily explainable. I think I know exactly how he did all of his miracles with the help of the extraterrestrials above. Every single miracle, I can explain it in terms, logical terms. You don't think so? What would you like to hear? Which one? Which miracle? Turning water into wine? Very simply, just like in Star Trek, my friend, and this is the truth. You see, they were very enlightened back then when they created Star Trek in the 60s. They had some really good information. I won't get into it. They already had contact with extraterrestrials, beaming up and beaming down, beams of light, which had very special properties. All they would, matter transformation. It's something that we haven't discovered yet because we haven't broken things down to the smallest molecules, but from the spaceship up above or someplace maybe cloaked in invisibility, firing beams at those water jugs or containers easily could transform that water into wine. Matter transformation is very simple, logical. How about another, another miracle? What would you like to hear? How am I doing on time? Well, i got three more minutes about feeding the 5,000 people on the Sermon on the Mount. Again, matter transformation. But not only the fish and the bread, but the baskets they came in. You ever think about that? Where'd those extra baskets come from? Or do you think Jesus waved the magic wand and you don't know how the hell it happened? No, very simple. There's a simple explanation. 
Hell is a real word. It's hell a bad word. Anyway, so the ETs, they were up there out of sight, obviously. They didn't want to be seen. And 10,000 feet up, they couldn't easily be. I mean, no one could see it from 10, 20,000 feet up. But, you know, these ET vehicles, they can get around the atmosphere very quickly. Like, they can, they can go from here to, let's say, I'm in San Antonio, up to New York in about five seconds. That quick, you know, faster than the speed of light. So they have these beams that convert matter to whatever, just like in Star Trek or Star Wars, you know, when they would take their food and put it in like that microwave thing, put those little red pills or green pills and put it, you know, in there for a few seconds and then voila, they've got a beautiful chicken dinner with green beans and mashed potatoes, you know, or a sizzling steak with mushrooms and or sausage and banana cream pie, or cornflakes with sugar and bananas chopped on top, you know. And the stuff is made out of vegetable matter, you know, so it provides the right amount of calories for a human body to op- to function optimally, you know. So you can eat as much as you want without paying the caloric penalty or the uh, other kinds of penalty that the bodies might suffer from in regard to digestion, which some things like meat are hard to digest and some meats are hard to digest in other meats, you know. Going back to heaven, so, you know, people from out throughout the world, going back thousands of years, different cultures, there's no religion in heaven. Take it from me, Blake, the Reverend Blake Ruby, the Church of the Souls Evolution told you, there is no religion in heaven because religion is money-making business. I mean, it's a stepping stone to where you need to go, you know, your spirituality. But that's the truth. You'll find out yourself. I know I'm going to get so many people coming up to me when I get to heaven. And I hope it doesn't happen to very far out in the future. Are you afraid to die? I kind of am myself. I can be truthful. I love it so much here. I'm enjoying myself so much. You know, it's a challenge. And I know that I'm developing myself spiritually, my lamp of my soul. The soul is the the brain of your spirit, by the way, in case you didn't know. You have a brain in your physical body. The soul is the brain of your spirit, and it shines with a light. When you get to heaven, you'll see all the people there shine with different kinds of light, different uh, intensities of light. Those that shine the brightest are the ones who are the more spiritually developed, who have um, evolved more than others. And so when you get to the mother and father God's throne room, then you'd be blown away by the light. It'd be like in a hurricane force wind um, blowing over you, washing over you with this glory and brilliance, and, and you won't be able to withstand it unless you develop yourself spiritually. You got it. So I got one minute. I got it. So it behooves each and every one of us to develop ourselves spiritually. Okay. My son's calling me, so I'll, I'll be talking with him in just a few seconds. Creator of the universe, Supreme Creator, we love you. Thank you for all the miracles of creation. Thank you for everything. Bless us, everybody. Mother and Father God, bless us, all your children. Thank you for tuning in, and I'll talk to you next week. Take care. I love you. Bye-bye.